This is the TVA Podcast. TVA, Todd Van Allen. He's a comedian. I don't care if you guys don't like that joke. I fucking love it. It's a math joke. <laughs> He's an actor. He drinks Canadian. He's here from Portugal. Why is he so Russian suddenly? <laughs> <laughs> He's a man in love. That you know what it is? It's a wall of awesomeness with the sound of his own voice. Double, double, please. Double, double, please. Double, double, please. You know, like, uh, double, double, please. The TVA Podcast starts now. Hey there, folks, and uh, welcome to episode 165 of the TVA podcast. We are happy to have you uh, here. We are recording uh, back in our home now. Comedy Above the Pub. Apparently, there's no parties here. Uh, that's all good. We have uh, producer Darcy hey, yeah. here uh, looking very scrutinously at the uh, the recording device. What's going on? Well, it's been a couple of weeks now right. since we've used the equipment, so I'm just... Right. You okay? Getting comfortable with it again. All right. Are you getting any classical music or ABBA medleys in your headphones now? No, I think uh, I think we found the bad cable that was sort of serving as an antenna for. Was it was it the, the one that you bought? AM stations. Was it the one that you bought specifically? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's uh, that's really good that you did that. Uh, we have uh, with us uh, on tight schedule, and we have it. With, that's one of the reasons we haven't been able to get you on is just because of scheduling. Is Jeff Elliott? Yeah, is with us. Thank you. Uh, thank you for showing up. No, thanks for having me. It's you uh, you got a hard break uh, after the show. You got to take off for Niagara Falls. I do. I was uh, I was just there last week. It's uh, fantastic. But you're playing the casino. I'm playing the Yucks in the casino. Down there. I was yep. playing at the House of Comedy. Been there many and, times. And uh, full room, full room opening for the lovely and talented uh, Jason Blanchard. Uh, that's always a treat. Tony's uh, able to fill it despite his uh, legal troubles. Uh, yeah, those are, um, <clears throat> uh, who was it? I think it was uh, Ed Smeal sent out an email saying, just remember everyone, uh, innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. So, and he appears to be in fine fettle, so he thinks uh, this is going to be a... What's will, the backstory on that? Uh, I'll get to that in a second. I just want to uh, let everyone know that I'll probably be coughing throughout this. I'll try and move away like, you know, I'm chocolate rain breathing uh, when I'm doing this because I'm just on the tail end of the cold right now. So I can I can start to feel tickles happening. And that's never good, so well, we'll just do that. And as far as we know, that you would can't have been good get information before we <coughs> there kill. Is, exactly. There's one. There's one. So I apologize. This is going to sound like Rudy Radio for a while. Uh, no. Uh, what, was, what was the backstory on that? He, uh, we just found out through newspapers and stuff like that that uh, poor Tony was up on charges of it's like sexual harassment, sexual harassment and extortion. And yeah. we get the feeling the, the backstory on this is probably just like an angry waitress wanting to get back at him. That appears to be what the story is. There's nothing to corroborate any aspect of this story at all. It's strictly speculative at this point. That's it. He's not the only one who's been to court. I have just been. I just went today. What was that for? Uh, Well, before we get into that, I want to say, great intro, by the way. I love the new intro. We might as well get the good good out before we do the bad. Uh, No, it's lovely work that you've done on that. Thank you very much. I do love the sound of my own voice. I actually don't. I hate it. I do. People say it's all right, and I just, I don't see it. Does anybody not hate the sound of their own voice? I know people, I know people who do, like, you know, when, like, you know, when you're recording voice and stuff like that, or like, you know, you're recording people's voice, and, no, I can't believe I sound like that. No, it's like, I don't know. Like, uh, what's your, they all sound like that. That's, maybe that's why they hate their voice. Mark the time, Todd. I'm going to use that in the next intro. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's uh, coming in just over three minutes. Uh, do, do you, are you okay with the sound of your voice? Because you've heard it like in commercials and stuff like that. And yeah, I've grown done. used to it now, but I'm still not in love with the sound of my own voice. Right. That's for sure. Right. It's, uh, I find it a little nasally and whiny at times. And, really? Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> nasally and whiny? Yeah. Really? You're not alone. Um, <laughs> you find my voice nasally and whiny? I hate it. I just, it's like nine cats running up a chalkboard. Are you kidding me? No, I could listen to your dulcet tones all day. <laughs> um, it's, it's funny what you take away from it. Like, like when you listen to it and go, oh, okay. And I guess the, the reason that your voice always sounds different is because you're listening to it from the inside. There's like bone vibration that's tainting the sound of it. And you don't get a true tone. But I remember like, you know, kind of the first kind of voice gigs that I did. And I'd, I'd heard my voice before, like when you're recording shows and stuff like that, like in trying to get your bits down and stuff like that. Like you always hear your voice. Yeah. You know, uh, but like even when, like when you got the cans on and stuff like that, that's headphones. I'm sorry to the people not in the industry. Uh, Darcy's wearing cans right now. Phones. Uh, it's weird they actually are cans, though. Yes. They are, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> lip- yeah. By cans, I mean boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just nestle up a couple of 36Ds. Right, there was a, very distracting. Yeah. It's, uh, you know. It really changes you know, the sound of your voice. It's too. really hard to get through the line of, this brought to you by the Church of Latter-day Saints, when you've got, you know, two sets of boobs right there beside you. Um, what, what was, uh, have you done voice work as well? You've, uh, you've, have you forayed into that? I have not yet, no. Yeah. No. But you've certainly done TV. Yes. TV and uh, the odd film? Uh, I have not. Uh, just some student films. No uh, right. major motion picture no. productions yet. But. Very few have. Yeah. It's I a am, tough nut to crack. I am not, I, I'm not in that at all. I know I, I can guarantee you my first line in any film or my only line in any film will be, look out behind you or something <laughs> like that. That'll be it. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's weird Like when, when I, I can understand why people don't like the sound of their own voice but some people get really mad about it like they'll leave the room like i've I, like like family videos and stuff like that like you know when you're like oh it's christmas and you got the camera out and you're replaying christmas and like some people just leave just like it, who do you think is going to see it grandma that's it yeah I, I don't get it grandma can be pretty mean sometimes. grandma can be mean especially yeah. mine uh well once they get old they've seen yeah. everything and they just want to call bullshit exactly um but no i was in court uh, today, I uh, Do tell it, tell it us was, all about it. Well, it was one of the times actually. I was coming down to uh, the show here at uh, McVeigh's, and uh, I was rushed and stuff. And I thought I had come to a complete and full stop at a stop sign uh, in my neighborhood. And apparently, a uh, policeman on the scene uh, begged to differ, so charged me 110 bucks for uh, for the pleasure nice. of, of that. So I went. I don't feel like paying 110 dollars. So uh, I I went through the whole thing of booking a court date which is fun on its own because you're standing in a queue of people who really are not the upper crust of society. Let's put it this way. There's like, you know, like I would have thought, I wasn't expecting that many people. Um, I would have thought you would just check a box on the ticket or something yeah. and then they would give you a court date. You have Ooh. to go in. No. You have to go in and there's a huge room. It's like getting a passport uh, where there's a huge lineup, and sometimes down the stairs uh, from the place of where it is. And this is anyone in the city who's gotten a traffic uh, infraction at all. Um, and we've all passed those people with the with the cop car with the cherries behind them. Um, and you look at them and go, ah, you idiot. Well, now you're standing behind them in a lineup. And, uh, so and you they just, really are idiots. Yeah, they, they are. And uh, I'm sure mine was an idiot move as well. I'm sure people walked by me and went, idiot. And I, uh, I, I went through. Dropped off the ticket, got the court date for, and they say, six to eight months later. So I'm like, ah, fine, perfect. Not even. And then I'm like going through my, my plan for the week and go, what's this little appointment on my Outlook? Oh, my God, are you kidding? So now I had to walk down to, to City Hall. No idea how this works. And uh, they have the prosecutor sitting out there. There's, it's very auspicious. He's sitting on a table. He's in a robe, right? No. 
No, he's just like some guy in a suit with a little uh, stapled sheets of paper with all the infractions that have to go through that court that day. Oh, I thought and they all wear like big black. No, robes no, and stuff. this is just the prosecutor on the outside. He's more like a like a court clerk or something like that, okay. right? I even thought the lawyers did. Well. No, so uh, so I I go there and he d- he doesn't look like anyone. Like there's no badge accreditation or anything like that. So you don't even know the guy is. The guy, right? And he just looks and you go, okay. So you hand him the sheet of paper, which is the court date and stuff like that. He goes, so uh, you want to cut a deal? So already you're like right out. I was like, I don't even know if you're able to do that. Like, could I see a badge or something? Like, you know, you know, like the only thing to make it worse if he was standing beside me in the urinals in the court bathrooms or something like that. So I was like, uh, I'm going to go not guilty because uh, I think he's thinking of the car in front of me because there was a car in front of me that also kind of rolled through. So I thought maybe he mistook me for him. I don't know. And he goes, well, you understand that the uh, the policeman. Uh, is a high-ranking official. I go, I understand that, but people make mistakes. That's all I'm saying. I'm just going. He goes, well, let's go to court then. I'm like, okay then, fine. So I, <laughs> I go and so already off to court we go. And I'm thinking, and like the court, he's right outside the door. So I'm like, so all the way in there, like that mere eight feet, I have to go. And uh, it was just, it was just that experience in its own was weird because this guy is just like checking off things. Oh, fine, you're going to court because he literally is leaning over the sheet of paper as he's writing down the details of the time. Going, so do you want to make a deal? Yeah, you want to you want to lose your points. You want to roll on your buddy Tony. He's he's like it's like deal or no deal. Like that's I kind of felt like that. What's in box seven? You know, let's see that. Um, So I go in and there's just again, it's just the reprobates that you saw. Um, And you'd think you'd gussy up. I I wore like just kind of like a nice collared shirt and a pant. You know, just you know, I kind of look nice. Nah, there's people in like ripped Italian, uh, you know, like Italy sweatshirts and. a lot of Ed Hardy shirts, I would imagine. A lot of Ed Hardy shirts. It was. I I was. I was hoping they were like you know that that could be explained by people selling them outside the court. And I was like, why is that happening? Um, And so I got in about twelfth or fifteenth in and walk up, and the cop wasn't there. So that's it. So thank you, badge nine two zero two. Thank you for not showing up. Uh, Dismissed. It was great, but the the major. Uh, I was I was listening to the charges. I was listening to the charges being read out by people. The biggest infraction of that entire thing was failing to go on a green as directed. And I didn't. What know. does that even mean? I don't know. Is that, there's just people like, and it was all early in the morning, like two, three in the morning, and people aren't going on greens. And I didn't get like there was some regular people like maybe it was just cabbies or something like that that they weren't doing that or something they, like I could see you look at them and you're trying to size up like how did they commit this crime and like. Maybe, like, okay, so maybe he's a cab driver, maybe he's someone else. But then there was, like, three tartily dressed women, and I'm thinking, were they given hummers <laughs> at the green light? And then suddenly, boo, what happened? Oh, uh, we failed to go on the green. We'll take that penalty as, as she's wiping her chin. Um, That's lovely. impressive, though, to do that while you're driving. Yeah. But again, this is just me guessing, because you really don't know. Like, I didn't, I didn't want to follow up with these people and go, why'd you do what you did? You didn't know, get like, to, like, you know, oh car stalled or something like right, that. Right, exactly. Well, that would be extenuating circumstances. The, the cop would call you a tow truck, at least, or something like that. No. There wasn't a Doug Llewellyn-like character interviewing people as they came out of the court? Uh, court? No. No, there was nothing. That was the other thing. It was nothing. Because, like, they literally say, is the is the the arresting officer here? No, not arresting. I wasn't under arrest. But, you know, is the charging officer, I guess, was he there? No. Um and that was a cool thing. Once she knows the number of the cop that he is in there, 9303, nope, you're gone. You're gone. Like, she just brings up people. Nope, nope, nope. Um, 
but so like they're like okay oh, uh, they, once they they once they know that number is in there go, who is it nine three zero three you get a pass like that's it like they just are whipping through these things and uh, so it got to mine and I had the new cop and she's like is the cop here nope okay uh, we're retracting it it's like okay you may leave and that's it like that's all like the the judge just goes you're free to go I'm like. Okay. And so I see the court guy who is like the you want to make a deal guy still sitting at the table. And so he's writing another guy and I'm just I do I need a stamp or something? Like do I <laughs> should I get some sort of certification? Like maybe some like cuz apparently accreditation is not his strong suit. Um I'm just thinking, should I get something that proves I was here? You want something acquitted? I want, yeah, that's, that's all I want. I just want like a little letter or just a, a star on on my on my a warrant or whatever that is. There's nothing. Nothing. Yes. Now, you've been to court, you said. Uh, I have actually been to uh, court. You fought the law? I fought the law. Did the law win? Mm, It was a tie. We'll give it a tie. We'll give it a tie. Uh, It was garbage court. Okay. Which is an exciting round. Aren't they all garbage courts, though? Pretty much. Have you seen the people? This was specifically for the trash outside court. So they have have a special branch of justice? Yeah, there's like a... Yeah, let's call it a branch of a task force, okay. if you will, that goes around and uh, as a small business owner, right? You're you're forced to use these this yellow bag system or right. like a yellow tie. And uh, one of my employees put the garbage out in the yellow bag, but put it out. There's specific hours as well that you have to put it out. Right, right, right. So let's say it was supposed to go out at six. Right. We put it out at noon. Right. And the task force came by, mm-hmm. and they actually went through the garbage. And pulled out evidence that it was our garbage. Took pictures of receipts with our with the store's name on it. Black dog video. <laughs> do, do, do they hire private dicks for this? Is that that just feels, pretty much? Yeah, that feels invasive. It was very invasive. And that's then like just, your, that's your first stop. Like you become CSI or something, right? You know, yeah. you go and you do garbage police first. There's two costumes I think for that job. One, you're right, is a CSI guy. With like the mirrored sunglasses and the gloves, and you're going through, and with like tweezers and like the the envelopes that you stick things through. The other is undercover, where you're a homeless guy, <laughs> and you dress up like that, and you try and find something like, ooh, I'll stash the evidence in my coat for warmth, and that would be that. So, so uh, if you had nothing incriminating in that bag, they wouldn't have known. They wouldn't have known, no. But we had. Receipts, and receipts, and letterhead and stuff for your so. store at Black Dog Video. Yeah, so uh, we'll get into that in a second because I think okay. that's a that's a lovely store. It's a oh, brilliant store. We thank will you be very much. definitely be plugging the shit out of that one. Uh, but uh, so okay, so you go. So when did you find out that you were up on charges? Uh, another member of the task force, not the um, CSI part, but the uh, I guess. The beat cop of the garbage task force. The detective. The detective, <laughs> yeah. yeah came now, is he in coming and, uh, in in uniform? Because so far my experience is not of uniforms. So Yeah, he basically looked like a parking attendant. I maybe thought that I left my car right. outside during the tow-away time, and he was coming in to uh-huh. warn me or something, but it was actually a garbage infraction. Would they warn you? I don't think so. <sighs> Are you kidding me? They get wet from signing those things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Every time I see one, I just I, I want to yell out the window, is your mom proud of you? <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, so he comes in dressed as like a bylaw officer or something like that? Like, yeah, he's okay. like a uh, city of Toronto bylaw. Okay. Uniform, hat, no gun, which is taking, <laughs> taking, his, taking his life into his own hands, yeah. I would say. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and it was a huge fine. It was like $600 or something like that, maybe. For garbage? For garbage. Really? Yeah. And he showed me the pictures, the evidence and uh, that they had collected against us. Because uh-huh. I was like, well, it's just not our garbage. There's no way. Right. We 
adhere to the laws of the city. We're upstanding citizens here. Uh-huh. Dog video, but he showed me the evidence. <laughs> we recycle, the name we recycle everything. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, and he gave me a court date, and he, he actually gave me the advice. He said, "I will be there." As your uh, charging officer, I will be there. Because he's day. got nothing else to do, exactly. unlike the cop that g- nailed me. Yeah. He's out finding other guys that are rolling reds. Yeah, whatever. Um, so he's like, my th- advice to you would be to talk to the prosecutor when you get there and cut a deal, because I will be there and I won't let this slide. So, Why is he being a dink? I, th- I think it's part of the whole same thing as the parking attendants, where he wanted to be a cop. Right. And now he's sorting through people's garbage uh-huh. for a living. So he's basically a glorified garbage man slash parking right. attendant. Right. See, I'd forgotten about them in the food chain. Because I, I was talking with uh, uh, Peter Anthony uh, the other day, and we were talking about um, experiences we'd had with cops, because we were talking about this court date I had. And he says he always prefers we- dealing with, like in rural areas, the RCMP versus town cops. Mm-hmm. I go, well, there's a reason for that. Town cops couldn't make it into the RCMP. That's why they're town cops. So the hierarchy I kind of outlined was like, RCMP town cop mall cop i forgot parking attendant yeah i forgot there's that. a chip on those that's oh my I god think garbage cop might be below parking cop well think about it you don't need to pry open anything for uh for a traffic cop like for a ticket guy you might get garbage thrown at you yes <laughs> that better not be in a yellow bag <laughs> where does uh border guard fit in on that they're making a good coin they don't do much but they get guns do, oh, I suppose they do. Well, especially they? in the American, the American ones do. I feel like that's a different chain. That's more like failed FBI attempt. Okay, like yeah, border. Cover. Yeah, so that's the chip they have, <laughs> right? I didn't even think of them because they they are armed, and they like to make people feel like dinks. Yeah, I was taking a bus from Montreal to Boston, and we crossed the border like right around midnight, I think. Yeah, yeah. And so everyone's sort of half asleep, and this guy comes on, and he's got this huge gun on his hip, and it's rated eye level for everybody because we're all sitting down. Right. And, uh, well, aren't they all at hip level? Like, where else would well, you put course, it? of course, but just, it's at eye level for us. Okay, like, right, right, right. So not, that's all you're seeing is the gun <laughs> and his crotch. Yeah, we don't have to get okay. off the bus. He comes on the bus and, and questions us individually, right? Right, right, right. And there was these two poor guys um, from France who were in Montreal and thought they'd zip down to, to Boston for the weekend or something. Right. And were asleep. So he wakes them up first, and they're like, oh, what's going on? And they start just, you know instinctively just you know speaking french just like right. what's happening and uh, he went Quel est le deal <laughs> is exactly what he said and uh, and he just went not he said you're in america speak english you're in the united states of america and they're like where is he getting this drawl is it, where were you crossing well, if you can't become a, a border guard to Mexico, right. like that's I mean, – you first have to go and serve the Canadian – So I'm going to nail border. me some Canadians. Okay. All right. I wanted to beat up some Mexicans. Can't. Right. Yeah. So he's going to take it out on us. Okay. So, uh, yeah, intimidating. Yeah. They're power tripping. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Didn't uh, – they're okay. I was saying, how does the story end, Darcy? Does it? Does it <laughs> well, did he shoot them in the face? Did yeah, he took them off the bus for a while. They came back. They're walking kind of funny. I'm okay. not, I, but uh, they're French. They do that all the time. <laughs> They've always got a swagger. And by the way, being in Europe, they should be used to having their papers out over borders. True, not but they that, were asleep. Not that that ever happened for me. Going from Netherlands to Belgium, nothing happened. They don't have to do that anymore, though, right? No, they don't. Apparently, European Union. But if you go, okay. So if they ever took a trip into like the Eastern Bloc areas, I'm sure they would. Well, why would they? Your papers. Yeah, crossing from the Czech Republic into Germany and back is not. 
You've that done, easy. You've done that? Yeah, by car. So, oh, by car? Charlie. <clears throat> okay, yeah. so is it like I see in the movies where they've got like the little kiosk and the, the, the railing across and then they will lift it if your paper's clear and that sort of thing? Like what's, what's that scenario It is pretty like? much exactly like that scene from Stripes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Joe Flaherty was not there, but okay. uh, it's All right. pretty much other than that, it's very similar. But are you, are you serious? Is that what it, it literally looks like as, as you're driving up it's these It's that things? rudimentary of a setup. Yeah. Really? It's like they have to physically lift the gate okay. to get you through. And would you say that these guys are at least adequate in being able to detect what a passport is from Canada, say, versus, like, like did you have any bother or... Uh, the the biggest bother was my inability to speak either German or Czech was the biggest. Okay. But we managed to butcher through three right. different languages and figure out that we were Canadian in the car. And yeah. Did it all in we Spanish. We were just on our way back to yeah. France via <laughs> Germany. You just speak English in a German accent. Yeah. <laughs> Once now you let me go. <laughs> this is my passport you are taking. Um Stop it. <laughs> no. Schnell. That I know. That we got. We need Christian Schulte Lowe back in the show. He can help us with that. Um, so you um, uh, so you went to court did, and you cut the deal? I cut the deal, yeah. Okay. So what did it go down to? 300 bucks or? Uh, they actually dropped it down to about 150. That's all right. a fairly substantial drop. But they did make me stand in front of the entire court right. and admit my guilt. You allocated <laughs> really? in court? Yeah, they made me go through. In garbage court? I had to stand in garbage court and admit my guilt. <laughs> did you cry? Basically commit to my sins. You should have cried. I did not cry, no. I could barely hold back the laughter. <laughs> I would I would have cried. I would have tried to fake a blubber. Just somehow. Just like somehow. Do You're not that good an actor. No, I'm not. We are We are well aware of that story. Um, but here's the other thing, too. Like, so when, obviously one of the reasons that you go to court is, is that that exact thing. Like, drop things from like 600 to 150. People were getting off at like $60. One person had a $30, like had it drop down to 30 She came in, pled guilty, 30 bucks. And everyone else before was like, I'll pay today. And I'll go downstairs, pay today, downstairs. And they ask her, are you going to pay today or do you want more time? And she goes, I'll take more time. I'm, what? It's 30. Return your empties. Are you kidding me? <laughs> She's collecting interest on right. the GIC. And then, and then the guy's like, to... well, here's the other thing. Like the, 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 uh, the, the judge um, is, is – uh, she's she pauses very pregnantly, uh, not that she was pregnant, but you know the pause was. Uh, she says, "You know, do you want do you want some more time?" And then the judge leans in. You can have up to ninety days. Wow! <laughs> and she's like, "I'll wait." You know, I guess she's going to do it on an installment plan of some sort. You know, thirty three cents a day. <laughs> that should set her out. She's going to have to round up on one of those days at some point. Get that extra penny in. I don't know. Why are you burping? Why am I burping? Because I just oh, okay. You downed just downed my pint. Your beer. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but that's that. I was shocked by that. Someone didn't have thirty bucks on them. I guess that's why they're going to court because they have nothing to do, like a job. That's true. Yeah. Well, the, it's I could see that in garbage court too because a lot of the people that were in garbage court weren't as up and up as I was. They were the people that refused to pay the extra money. Like, say you have two bag limit. Right. It's the, it's the people that. When they have more than two bags, they take them to a city park and just dump them in the park. Right. And the same CSI guys have gone through their garbage right, 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 and yeah, a yeah. receipt or something with their phone number on it and busted uh-huh. them. So they're in there for... If you're going to do that plan, are you not going to make sure that your garbage isn't incriminating? Like, if you're going to go through that bother to drop it off in, like, Stanley Park somewhere? Yeah. yeah you don't know that the paper receipts can go in the organics anyways? Uh-huh. Throwing away their expired driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's expired, you may have moved. <laughs> yeah. Or expired, ah, it doesn't look a thing like me. Look, I got glasses now. 
<laughs> so what happened to the uh, the employee that caused all this? Uh... Canned. <laughs> Fired. He must have had some kind of remedial uh, action taken. There was some uh, definitely some uh, staff washroom cleaning in nice. there. Really? Uh, immediate future yeah. afterwards. After wing nights? We're not so much into firing people as we are into torturing them for their mistakes. So. <laughs> it's it's good that you get you you get uh, charged for uh, putting garbage out at the wrong time. But in house torture goes unlooked at. Is that really? That's awesome. You run it. You run a tight ship. That's. By the way, next time you do this, just make sure the most gruesome garbage is right on top. Yeah. You know. Put some nasty stuff out there. I think if you can make it happen, feces. Not that you'd have a lot of that in a video store. Well, Queen Street West. No, that's true. Actually, the odd visitor comes just, in and leaves a little gift for us. Just go out and do it. Is that yeah. in the adult section that you have? Uh, we had to close that down because of that specific. What? Not because of feces, but because of the uh, locals uh, spending a little too much time. Are you serious? There. Yeah. You had people whacking off to the video covers? Essentially, yeah. We had a camera down there, so we'd usually stop them before it started. But uh-huh. uh, there was some definite. Uh, How do you stop a guy? foreplay happening <laughs> wow so is this uh, this was before the days of you porn and and uh and in the internet it would have been in the it was definitely not before the internet but it was probably in the infantile stages of you porn but uh, right yeah this would have been like five years ago i think i can't i can't imagine that like going in how much how much material is on the cover of a dvd these i haven't even seen one in a while well these are the same people <clears> that <throat> think they only need one shoe to walk around in the streets in the middle of winter <laughs> right Okay, so maybe they're just a thought you know, process. They're turned on by you know black stars. You know, <laughs> if that's your thing, <laughs> like what could be under that black star? Right. Oh, I myself. <laughs> I bet I know what it is. That's easy on the wife, eh? She wants to charge it up in the bedroom, sweetheart. She drops the robe. There's some very well placed stars and blue circles. <laughs> Knob is oh, out man. and throbbing. No, I don't think the blue circles. The stars, though, but blue circles wouldn't right. do it for me. Let's, before we talk about your mainstream movies, let's talk about your porn section that has now gone the way. So when, how soon did you get rid of that? Uh, well, it was, it was a combination of things. We got it rid of about a year and a half ago. Right. Would you get rentals in our neighborhood? Because uh, I live about, what, a 10-minute walk from your store? Yeah. Yeah, maybe that. Uh, would you get walk-ins? Like, Would people come in and rent them on a regular basis? Uh, the pornography? Yeah, the pornography. That's the reason why we didn't have it when we first opened. Right. And we had enough people complain that we didn't have one, that we, R- really? opened, we opened one up. Yeah, That's ballsy. We specifically <laughs> renovated our basement to put the porn down. Wow. So there was a separate floor I, so the kids weren't. Like, dude, I went in the back room and it was just a bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> what the dude, hell? what the... Who... You literally had people come up with the cash. Excuse me. I noticed there's no pornography section. Essentially, yeah. They were like, we go somewhere else to rent our pornography. Right. And we would love. We come, come here, here to rent our mainstream movies. We'd love to be able to do both in the same place. Really, that's civilized and creepy at did the anyone, same time. Did they suggest any titles that you should, you know, open up with? Uh, I didn't delve that far into it. They weren't the kind of people I'd like to talk to for very long. <laughs> just, okay, but how did you then go about actually purchasing titles so that you would? It was a, it was a scary process at first to tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Daunting task to sift through. Okay, all that can I get Ask Robbers 13 or do I have to get one through 12 as well? What's the continuity break? That's the oldest joke in the world. I apologize. Uh, we had a few classic titles that we wanted to bring in. What's a classic? Behind the Green Door. Okay. So Debbie those classics. Debbie Does Dallas. Okay. Yeah. Which are more kitschy than porn. Like, yes, they're porn. But at this point, given the fact that you can stop anything and see 
basically sperm hitting egg. Um, yeah. You know, those were the halcyon days, right? Yeah, on today's scale of pornography, Behind the Green Door is right. basically like a teenage boob movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, show that on AMC now, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's still eight seconds long, but you know, is that Don Draper? Is it? I was watching an episode of Californication the other night, and they actually had behind the green door playing on a right. television set in the background. Yeah, I so I guess it's TV friendly now. I've it's only, nice that the residual checks are still coming in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I, have you seen that that show in its entirety, the Californication? I've probably seen eighty percent of it. I okay, think. I've never. I've, I've only ever seen ads for it, and even the ads looked very graphic. Yeah. Like you're seeing like full on penis. There's definitely boob. You're not seeing like full on lady bits, but probably frontal is what um, am I guessing? Not every episode, but yeah, there's definitely some right. frontal downstairs. Titillating. There's, there's uh, definitely some titillating scenes every episode. <laughs> um, so those, okay, so those are the classic ones, but how did you start delving into the, okay, so we want to build out this library. Did you take suggestions from the people going, you don't have porn? still kills me i would never go to a blockbuster uh, pardon me i know that i have 28 days later and the day after tomorrow here however i would like to watch where's... somebody get ass pillaged yes <laughs> space gang bang four now do i get yeah. the first three first am i gonna miss out or right. can i just start with four yeah that's or that, that plot point plot joke life. and that's yes that's the oldest porn <laughs> joke ever says so, you yeah. know well, i'm happy I, to uh no, no, I steal cop- it as well. I copped to it three minutes ago. I, I would have thought you picked up. Okay, anyway. No, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so you thought, no, that's a good premise. Let's run with that. Yes. Okay. All right. Like, uh, we had some very helpful uh, porn distributors. Okay. That, uh, a couple quick phone calls, and then some uh, sample DVDs were sent. <laughs> a lot of the porn these days is a series type thing. Like it's right. uh, <laughs> Ass Bandits one through yeah. nine. So you yeah. can order. One through three, and right. if, you, if they sell well, then uh-huh. they can uh, order the final six. I series. love picturing that phone call to you. They get very excited. Oh, I can say, hello, the- Jeff. Yeah, this is Kyle calling from Vivid. How are you doing today? Yeah, did you get our sample? That's essentially Did you get our out. sample? So what did you think? Was that, uh, do you think we can make your library? Was that, uh, you know? So you never had one of those like phone calls like in Clerks where he's placing an order? Do you remember that scene? No. Oh, what scene's God. that? Replay yeah, I did have to have that because I basically with the samples they sent me like basically their catalog and I had to check them off. Okay, and <laughs> right. Be like, this is what I want. And there was, you know, we had to get the whole spectrum of porn. Right. Which I didn't mind sitting through Ass Bandits one through three, but right. the uh, Boys Town uh-huh. stuff I wasn't. Right. You got to get that didn't one. Didn't feel like too. that was I was the best person to critique faggots, that. There's right. <laughs> yeah. Right. You ever get two two women getting like scissor bang movies stuff like that? Lesbian lunches and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you ever get you, you get the two guys? Get too. the two guys coming in, getting getting stuff as well. Because yep. we got a neighborhood like that. That's totally cool. Yeah, no, I Very think nice. it's I think it's actually the second largest uh, community outside of uh, Church Street. Is, right, is our community. Yeah, it's true. Actually, we're building up. Mm-hmm. Way to be proud. Yeah, because you and I are both gay. That's great. Um, so uh, people are going to start wondering what that mustache is. Jesus. I know it's coming in nicely. I think it is. Yep. I come in. It's uh, Movember, folks. Uh, you can you can come and see pictures of. It. I'm going to be posting a new one every week, um, not including the podcast one because you'll be able to see that. Uh, I got the handlebars right now. Again, very white down at the bottom. Was not expecting it to be that white. Yeah, it kind of actually like tapers off. It's so right. white that you right. you don't see the edges of it. 
When I was in court today, I felt like one of the guys from Orange County Choppers uh, at a court appearance. Like, that's essentially what I felt like. You know, like, clean them up as best you can, which is going to be like a striped uh, shirt from mechs and cords. That was about as good as you're going to get. I think you should do like a Just for Men or something and actually just, you know. I don't. You see, that goes against everything I've ever felt in my life. I just like, in terms of hair color, hair presence. If it doesn't want to stay around, go. If you want to stay white, you want to stay around and be white, be white. But I this care. is only going to be here for a month, right? It is only going to be here for a month. You but think you might hang on to it? But what if I like it? What if I end up liking this? What if this becomes the new Todd? <laughs> Todd 3, 4, 5.0. Let's say that was it. What if? I don't know. Can we take votes on this? We'll put a poll up on the website. Okay, let's do this. Let's I think do the this. white is distinguished. Okay, there it is. Yeah, it's distinguished. I won't be pulling 18-year-olds, but... No, that's all right. Okay, that's fine. You might be pulling eighteen. Well, I think Edward, I Edgar don't Winters think had so. his share of eighteen-year-olds. Really? Yeah. Oh, he meant girls. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> and by pulling, you meant okay. Never mind. Yeah, we're taking a break right now. Okay. Uh, we'll be back, and we're going to talk with uh, with Jeff about uh, his non-porn section of his movie, uh, movie house, and uh, some other stuff that he has done uh, postering all over the city. We'll be back right after this. Hello, my name is Christian Schulteloh. I am a German comedian. You're on the TVA podcast. And we're back. Uh, episode 165. Thank you uh, for hanging in there and listening uh, to the second half. We got Darcy back. Hi, everybody. Hello. How are you? Good. Still good? Mm-hmm. Wicked. Uh, Jeff Elliott joins us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, you didn't run. I appreciate that, but you're still having a dinner, so that's I fine. was... Uh tethered to the table by this fresh new pint that just got put by exactly me, so. i love the fact that you are so pressed for time that you're squeezing in dinner during this i think it's great <laughs> uh, like no it just shows like how much like you know i've been waiting to do this a long time i know i know and i'm so glad you got to do it how so, are the fish and chips in the case they're uh they're really really tasty yeah, yeah. The, the you would not expect like when you come up to this room it looks very basic uh and downstairs uh, looks like it's been around forever and you would not expect good food to come out of that kitchen but holy cow does it well, they don't even have a, a fixed menu, right? They just no. have a um, <laughs> chalkboard. Yes, yeah. that's it. It's a chalkboard on a chair. Well, I came early to stage. order food. Right. And he's like, the menu won't be ready for another 15 or 20 minutes. And I thought the chef maybe had some prep work to do. Right. But the chef sat beside me at the bar the entire time, and it just took the guy writing the menu <laughs> on the chalkboard. Right. And then he's like, the menu's ready now if you want to order something. <laughs> right. Like, you could have just read it to me maybe yeah. before you wrote it. Was it old Jimmy or young Jimmy? It, it was, was young Jimmy. Jimmy. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You've been in here before, right? Yeah, many yes. times. Yeah, many like times. before before the comedy shows and that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, um, it's it the the two Jimmys are fun. Yeah, and Paul's a hoot. Paul's always on at nights when he's here. Just a great time. They, they I love being here. You know, yeah, it's like a real. It's like coming to a house party almost. Yeah. It's like a real family atmosphere. Yes, yes. Even though it's a Celtic bar, I'm a Rangers fan. We put that yeah. beside each other. That's fine. Speaking of the family, we lost uh, Shelley. We lost Shelley. Right, she's no longer working. Uh, Oh, God. I thought you meant our listener. Good Lord. I was like, what the hell happened? What did we do? What, what did you say? I thought you liked the Carolyn Bennett episode. What have you done since then? <laughs> How? What? What? No, yes. Okay, so Shelly was our bartender here, and she uh, left to get an education. Pfft. What's that all about? I thought she was getting a plenty good education there behind the bar. Well, it's only some hard jokes knocks. you can get. Uh-oh, cough coming. I apologize. <coughs> there we go. Uh, let's try some water on that one. So do we have someone working in the bar now? Sort of. Uh, the plan is that we'll have bar service for about the first hour, and then people can go downstairs after that. Okay. That is the plan. I apologize for that uh, pause, folks. So, Jeff, um, I want to know more about uh, Black Dog Video, which is your store. Yes. Now, you own it yourself, or is there a partnership, or how's that? Uh, there's a partnership. It's a good friend of mine, actually, that I grew up with. 
Um, and uh, we were roommates. So this would have been about seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, his brother actually owns the original Black Dog, which is in Vancouver, right on Canby Street. <coughs> and um, <coughs> there we go. Well, that sounded good. And yeah, so uh, my business partner Brian always kind of wanted to follow in his brother's footsteps and open his own independent store in Toronto. Right. And we were roommates at the time, and he was like pretty apprehensive about doing it on his own. And I was kind of looking for a new gig. I was bartending, which was starting to affect doing shows with right. comedy and stuff. So, where were you bartending? Because I think I knew this. The Chicken Deli. Yes. Yeah. Cougar yeah. Central. Yeah. So you made lots of money there. Yeah, lots yeah. of money. And uh, I had lots of bruises on my ass from yeah. the pinches and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got called Hun. Uh huh. Give me another white, white spritzer, would you, Hun? Yeah. A lot of that. A lot of Charlene's from Richmond Hill. So, yeah, I was nice. looking for something to pull me out of that horrible. Really? I can't horrible imagine. Horrible. Okay. Place. So, you thought a movie store? Uh, yeah. So, I was like, well, and he, uh, he offered, he's like, do you want to manage it for me? Because he was going to keep his day job, but he was a banker. Right. He's like, if you can work during the day, I'll work the nights. And uh, Marriage made in heaven. Marriage made in heaven. But I said, I don't want to just manage it. I want a piece of the action. Aha. Uh-huh. So After I bought in fight? for a little bit. Okay. And then uh, kind of put some sweat equity in over the first year of mm-hmm. working for no wages. Right. And uh, built it up. So now I'm a 40% owner of Black oh, Dog. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's a great store. Thank you by very the much. way, uh, one of the reasons I love that place is that it's it's the type of place you go into where I haven't seen this movie in forever. Let's go see if you have it. And ninety nine times out of a hundred, you do, because um, the the titles that you have, um, you don't do a lot of like multiple copies of first runs. Like you'll have like four or five. Yeah, I think um, we top out at eight for the big, big right. ones. But yeah. What's the What's the biggest one that you've ever had for? Like when you said, "Oh, god damn, we're gonna need." 18 copies of this one but or K in your case 8 yeah it's weird because for us the really huge um, blockbusters don't rent as well mm-hmm. as sort of like the kind of middle of the road right quirkier yeah. like when um, like uh, Sunshine of the Spotless Mind came out right that was a huge renter for us uh-huh. Napoleon Dynamite was probably I think Napoleon Dynamite is still probably our number one rental of all time that does not surprise me in the least yeah and uh yeah, Sunshine and Spotless Mind was just. I, I love Michelle Gondry's stuff. Yeah, he's just absolutely brilliant. Have you? Uh, what was the other one he came out with? It was um, Be Kind Rewind. Mm-hmm. Um, did that cut close to the bone? It <laughs> 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 yeah, did it. You know. um, well, we never had any VHS, so what? didn't cut close. When did you change? I haven't been in a while. I apologize. No, uh, we never had. We opened uh, up straight DVD. Straight DVD. Yeah, oh. we had a lot of flack at first when we did that. But, really, uh, it saved us thousands and thousands of. Dollars. It's the same indignant porn people, right? Exactly. I can't believe that you have VHS copies nowhere in this place. Yeah, people oh. still come in probably once a week asking where our VHS section right. is. Wow. Like, you realize that uh, there's they've invented the DVD player. <laughs> you know, right. Time has marched right. on, yeah. don't you? There, there was a there was a video store when I used to live at uh, Jane and Bloor. There was a, a video store in, north of there. I think it was called like VHS Villa or something like that, or VHS Village, and that's all they had. But they had a fantastic uh, sorting system. It was not alphabetical, and they didn't break it up by themes. They broke it out in chunks by, like, director, principal actor. Like, in some cases, like, you'd have, like, all the Steve Martin films. Or if you really liked um, uh, uh, the Coen Brothers, Coen Brothers were all in, like, one section. Like, we'd do it up that way. Uh, all the um, Woody Allens, like, sort of all 
compartmentalized like that. So like the staff really needed to know where everything was because if you're standing, you know, you're looking for, I don't know what you'd be looking for. Miller's Crossing. You're looking at the M's. Oh, no, that's in the C's. Yeah. Why is that? Coen Brothers. Read a book. You know, like that sort of thing. But it was all VHS copies. And I wondered how they did the transition. I haven't been out there since when DVDs sort of took over the, the, uh, the force. So I have no idea what's happened to them. I, wanna, I almost want to drive out just to see. See if they succumbed and still call themselves VHS Village. I want to know. You live out there. Can you do some recon for me? Where is it? <laughs> uh, it's just it's on Jane, just north of Bloor. Just north of my old house. I never go up that way. Okay. Go and, you don't go to Slates anymore? No. No? no. Is that the place? Uh, or is it on Q? On Q. That was on Q. Baby Rocco Point. owns that place. He's a great Rocco. guy. Yeah. He's a great guy. <laughs> You're just mad because he remembered me. Um, <laughs> we went like twice and just I had introduced myself the first time. And then we went back like, what, six months later? He's like, hey, Dodd, how are you? He's like, yeah, I've been, I was going there like once a week for yeah. a year. But you're a wallflower. Would you ever have introduced yourself to him? No. Well, you see, there you go. That's the problem. See, I'm belligerent. That's why. All right, back to the I video store. There. Yes, I've never been. Store. But do you, do your staff, is there like a staff pick section, like like recommended kind of thing? Yeah, we have a staff pick wall, which uh, is one of our best renting sections, actually. We have, mm-hmm. I think, uh, myself and my business partner included, we now have, I think, eight people work in there so there's eight different sort of outlooks on what switch uh, every month every week or? do you trip uh, in i have my own shelf nice i do yeah what's on it uh what is on it right now uh saxondale is on there okay the most recent uh project for steve coogan in yep. a series of uh alan partridge yeah spinoffs yeah. yeah uh what else is on there which i'm gonna have to come out and rent yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, I'm a, I've got a bit of a man crush on Steve Coogan. Oh my god, uh, have yeah. you have you got? Um, I, I've got burned somewhere in my house. Um, <clears throat> burned? Uh, well, someone gave it to me. <laughs> someone gave it to me. I it wasn't out on NTSC at the time, so the guy said, "Oh, just download it for you." He's like, "Okay, whatever." Um, I do want to buy them. I'm very much that way. I'm very much a. I want it in the shelf with the wrapping and the. I'm so stupid that way. Um, and Darcy abuses me for that. It's like get with the times. But I, uh, the, the latest one I've got of his is like the hotel one, where he's. Uh, it's, it's I'm Alan Partridge. Yeah, that was the first one. But I know there's been like two or three successive series after that. Yeah. Have you got those? Yeah, yeah. I'm um, coming this weekend. Series. Okay. Nice. All right. <laughs> Plans have been made. Uh, what else? I've got a documentary that I just watched a couple weeks ago called "Bigger, Stronger, Faster." Which is about sort of steroids and sports, but it's kind of done by this kid who was a huge wrestling fan when he grew up, which I was as well. And Hulk Hogan was his hero, and it's kind of just a story about how he sort of followed those dreams, but then found out Hulk Hogan was on steroids and kind of crushed his. But then the kid ended up going on steroids and right. stuff, and it's, it's a pretty interesting. story. You just educated me. I had no idea that he was on steroids. I didn't Hulk know Hogan? That about Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I didn't know. Have that. you I seen just, him recently? Uh, He's no, down to about like one ninety. Oh, it's crazy! And all fat. Uh, not so much fat as hanging skin. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Steroids. Got yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> just, <I'm, laughs> not quite as bad as Lyle. I'm looking at your mustache right now and thinking, yeah, it's Oh, shut up. <laughs> it goes tomorrow. Um, if you darken the mustache and bleach the hair, you could be Hulk Hogan. Really? No, oh, but when he was bad, though, because he used to have the white. He still had the yeah. wispy one. When he went bad. That's when he was funny. a cartoon, like, hey, kids, you stay in school. Don't take drugs. What about steroids? Shut up. Um, Those are vitamins. Yeah, that was, say, the, that was take your backlash. He did the whole vitamins, say your prayers speech right. all the time. And, I uh, thought they were vitamins. He was getting his vitamins through a hypodermic needle. Did he cop ass. to it at least? Yeah. He did? He said, yeah, I did it. Okay. Yeah. Now let's make a reality TV show 
Right. <laughs> now his daughter has a reality TV show. Nice. Oh, really? Yeah, which is sick and disgusting. They could Every call it way. Hanging Skin Hulk if they did his. Eh? Following him around with a bunch of tarps? That'd be good. No? All right. No, that's not going to get past the pitch meeting. <laughs> okay, so what else is on the shelf? Oh, man, it's been a while. I've been changing in a couple weeks. Uh, there's a French film called Le Circle Rouge, which is a off and on member of my staff pick shelf all the time. Okay. It's uh, director Jean-Pierre Melville. Okay. He does, I'm a big cop uh, movie fan. Right. I love the, uh, the cop films of the 70s in the US, but mm-hmm. there's also uh, this gentleman, which has done a series of them out of France, and this is probably one of the best uh, okay. sort of caper films of all time. Nice. That I, I love anyways. a good caper. Yeah. It's definitely worth checking out then. And uh, there's one more up there, and I can't remember for the life of me right. what it is. I, I love the fact that those are your go-tos, because every one of them is like very eclectic. It's not like, day after tomorrow. Okay. All yeah. Right. Yeah, shit blows up. Got it. I'm yeah. glad it wasn't like Deep Impact, nothing like that. So you enjoy a good film. And I yes. mean a good film. Do you yeah. like shit films as well? Like, is there ever a time where you just go, I need to see a Transformer. I need to see a robot eating another robot. Can I see Yeah, that? I always, yeah. I love that fluff. I love those popcorn. Like, I actually go to watch those in the theater usually, mm-hmm. though. And so you can sit there and eat the popcorn. Right. The big screen, big mm-hmm. sound yes. situation. But, uh, yeah, and it's grown for me over, like, the last six years of owning the store. It's my love of, like, I've really gone out of my way to kind of educate myself on films that I wouldn't have watched before. Like, I'd never seen a Godard film. Right six years ago no no i can't uh, i remember in university that i guess the the closest thing i got to an art for uh, an art film was one that I, I went out and bought right now uh delicatessen i don't know if you've seen that one Amazing uh movie. it's i love that movie in fact i think i think i rented it from your place because i was jonesing for it one time or i went to your store and it was already out like fuck, someone beat me to it um and i ended up the only place of all places i ever found it was target in watertown is, or sorry, not, not uh, yeah, Watertown, Watertown, New York. Wow, um, you really went on a trek to find this movie. I, I was down there anyway, doing a radio <laughs> spot. Like I was, okay. you know, doing cross border shopping, policing, and then what do I do? Go buy a fucking movie. But I justified it by the fact that I hadn't been able to find it anywhere in Canada. So I'm like, there it is, you know. Um, but uh, it was the same director who did uh, Alien Three. Is yeah. the same the, that same director? Um, what uh, like what what do you look for in films? Like I'm I'm so far behind right now in the current releases. Like I haven't even I'm a huge Coen Brothers fan. I haven't seen the new movie. I know if I miss it in the theater, I'm just going to buy it sight unseen because they're all they're all in my catalog. Um, there is uh, what what is out right now, and like people are going to see these movies. Uh, what's the the spooky one? Um, the, the, the paranormal one, yeah, that oh, one. What's the, that? The paranormal. The trailer is just showing the audience instead of showing the movie. That, that one. is that what it is? I haven't even seen the I've trailer seen, for it. I don't even know the title of this movie, but I've seen a couple trailers. Paranormal Activity. Is that what it is? That's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was like shot like um, on like a fifteen thousand. Yeah, it's a Blair. Budget. It's a Blair Witch type thing. Well, even Blair Witch was a higher budget than that. Really? This is more like a sort of a Clerks kind of budget, like that yeah. kind of scale. Okay. Oh, I think Clerks was only like ten grand or something. But well, that uh, extra five grand shows. But yeah, just like it was like just two people sort of behind that, just like put it together and and filmed it over uh-huh. like a few weeks or something. Yeah. So I haven't seen the movie, but I I, right. I, did, I dug the story of how they could turn yeah. this into this the biggest movie of uh, the month. Mm-hmm. And it's an interesting marketing campaign because they're not showing like a lick of what's. I think they show like one quick cut frame of the film in the trailer, but the rest right. of it's just the audience reaction like people like f- 
freaking out mm-hmm. and like their popcorn flying over their shoulder and like girls right. diving into their boyfriend's laps and stuff uh-huh. like that and losing their minds. <laughs> okay. Sure, they weren't renting from downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> that could be. Do you do you like those like POV movies? Like the like where, where back like to the, the porn section where, again? No, I brought okay. I brought it upstairs. Like you know, like where the ones where like it's supposed to be like cinema verite, and you're watching th- you're watching like real things as they happen, and that sort of thing. Like a Blair Witch. The ones that came to mind recently were like I rented Quarantine for Halloween. I just wanted something spooky, so I thought, oh, Quarantine virus, you know, POV uh, that that gets me. <laughs> and the, stop giggling. It's not that kind of POV I'm doing, um, but it's also like, like like I just like that kind of like that real sense. The other one that got me was Cloverfield. A lot of people poo pooed it, but like that's kind of a fluffy movie I like. Like if you're gonna have a monster, have that one. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think I enjoyed Cloverfield, but I, I made the mistake of sitting too close to the, the uh, screen at Blair Witch, which was uh, ill. Right. Mm. Um, and I also just found too, like I just even with like that dogma kind kind of movies, like that shaky handheld, right? Kind of it makes me a little nauseous. But times. with, but I think there's you're seeing more and more of that in TV series as well, like you know where there's uh, like both series, the British Office, the U.S. Office is kind of cut the same way. Um, is the uh, like uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm? Like you're seeing more and more sort of like rough cut. You're the guy in the room. You're actually overhearing yeah. it. They don't know you're there. Type. Yeah, I prefer that documentary style where it's like the camera is not supposed to be there, kind of like The Office and Mm Curb Enthusiasm. But I find when it's like that point of view and it's like as – I guess there's just so much more action in those movies that I find like the shaky – right camera work and you don't know where to look and it's just like it's all jostling like when okay admittedly in Blair Witch when they're running with the camera that's that's yeah I can understand why people had seizures and yeah and blew up chunks and all that they blew up chunks blew up chunks explosives and seizures Mm -hmm. did I mention my throat isn't completely right (laughs) did I mention that are you having a throat seizure I think I'm having a throat seizure I just might blow up chunks I think of what I might do stand back of uh of the uh, like, do you do the film festival as well? Do you, do you not as much. Scope? I did it a couple of years ago. I, f- I find it's almost gotten out of control. I don't it's think almost... you even need to, to be quite honest. Like, if it's good enough for the film festival, it's going to come into your to your distribution channels anyway, right? Yeah, most of it. I I go if I'm going to go now. I just go see the Midnight Madness stuff, right? Which is usually some pretty out there, such as um, what's the, what's the weirdest Midnight Madness thing you see? Uh, this would have been two or three years ago at the festival. I saw this uh, Thai horror film called Raytree, which was... Raytree? Yeah. yeah. So it was, was a Thai horror what? <laughs> there was no hookers. horror. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Quick, quit going back out. to your vacation. I was zoning out because I, I, don't, I don't watch a lot of movies, so I zoned out. But then I was like, what? You don't Thai watch horror? a lot of movies? I don't. Like, I'm not a, I'm not this a is another geek. episode with subject matter that you could care less about? This has come up. No, I'm, I'm interested, but I, I'm not the guy who watches a lot of movies. I don't. Like, I'm not like you, like, oh, Coen Brothers film, I have to see it. Right. I have seen a lot of them, but it's not just because it's Coen Brothers. Like, I didn't even realize until I was talking to you about all of them that they all happen to be Coen Brothers films but right. so i'm not i don't i don't geek out that way okay so all right i also like danny boyle but anyway continue uh, yes <laughs> so we're back to the thai horror film yeah. darcy there's yeah, no ping, balls, ping pong balls being shot out of anywhere <laughs> in oh my god she's got razor blades what <clears throat> that's it but it was just kind of like they had amalgamated sort of not every horror story but kind of every horror type like they mm-hmm. there wasn't a scene that didn't go by where you were like jumping out of your seat 
freaking out because right. they use like you know like the classic like Friday the Thirteenth where like they build up the suspense and then a cat jumps out of somewhere. Right. They would do that, but then they would turn around like ten seconds after the cat jumped out of somewhere, right. and the guy would actually come out of the closet with a samurai sword. And yeah, yeah, chasing. yeah, like it was just kind of it was just so over the top. It's like right. It's kind of their first foray into making a horror movie, so they decided to make every horror movie in ninety minutes. Nice. Which is fantastic. That's a good place to start, actually. Yeah. So you can see everything, figure out what you like, and go. Well, what? What have you? Have you got cats and then stabbing? What's that? And where's that? And that must be a section in your store. Cats and stabbing. Cats and stabbing. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's our second highest renter behind the staff pick section. <laughs> What's the first one? Dogs and pummeling. <laughs> is that the one? Uh, do you ever? Do you ever bring movies home? Like you, you must do that. Like, oh, I want to you know check out these. Like, you know, at the end of the day, no one's rented them. You say, okay, I'm going to rent these, or you get them in advance, or stuff like that. Like, yeah, we usually get screens. them if stuff's coming out on a Tuesday, which is the release day for DVDs. Uh, right. We usually get them the Thursday before, Wednesday yep. or Thursday before. So I know that, and how I know that is, uh, I would often be in on the weekends because I live right across the street from King Hollywood Video, which used to be Gone Hollywood Video. Yeah, now it's King Hollywood. And uh, still small franchise, whatever. And I've been in there like so many times, like they sort of know me. And uh, they always advertise, like they put the, do you do this as well? You put the boxes up and say, coming Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, look out for this. It's going to be coming out. And uh, we'd be trying to to um, pick out movies. And then I'd feel like, like a, a nudge at me going, I can get that for you tonight if you want. I'm like, are you serious? And he's like, wait until everyone clears out. I go, okay, fine. Cool. Cool. And I'm getting like the inside scoop. I would get like two or three movies beforehand. Yeah, we just yeah. actually almost got in trouble for that. Oh, really? We do the same. I thing can't believe I just said that. I hope I do not get those guys in trouble. Can we edit that? Can we take that out, please? <laughs> no, we don't edit. I'm fucking screwed. They'll never let me back in the store. So you'll be seeing way more of me. Nice. Only we forgot to include those guys. <laughs> what? The movie release police. Oh, my God. Yeah. They look at the receipt and the movie that's on the receipt. Oh, they rented oh, that too early. Oh, my God. What do they dress up as? <laughs> The guys that show up at the film festival that are like pasty white and glasses and just look exhausted and smelly. That's just who they are. That's well, yeah, that's probably Come it. On. Let's not judge. <laughs> well, so, we let our we let our staff take ours home early because we want them to know about the movie when they're yeah. rented, right? So that's and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But one of my staff lent one of those <clears throat> before they're released movies to one of their friends, and they returned it to Blockbuster. So Ooh. it's not supposed to come out until Tuesday, and. Sunday night, somebody drops off a movie from us at Blockbuster. Oh, what an idiot. Yeah, so we had a couple angry phone calls from Blockbuster threatening to send in the... The movie movie police. police. Okay. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Cinecops. 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 Sort of like Cinnabons, but... Yeah. You know the the policemen on bicycles? I call them bike bacon. That's horrible. No, I thought that was the best line there. It's not good. No? Pork sickles? That's better. Is that better? Much I still better. like bike bacon. My sister's boyfriend's a cop. I'm going to tell him he said that. All right. Is he hey, a was, he, was he badge 9202? <laughs> <laughs> Thank him for me and then go, what the, f- where's your craft? Show up at a court date, you monkey. Well, they get paid to show up at court now, too. Do they? I thought they'd gotten rid of that. That's why guys didn't show up now. Oh, maybe they have, because I know they, they brought them in, because I got a traffic. Uh, On top of your about, garbage infraction. Yeah, this was about you are three a rebel. years ago. That's strike two. I got a pretty serious traffic <laughs> violation myself. Right. And the cop said to me, he's like, look, we get paid to show up in court now, so if you think you're going to show up and get out of this, yeah. you're mistaken, because wow. I will be there. What a dink. But you can also just go to the Justice of the Peace, and they'll just cut it right. in like a third. Like right. It was like a $400 thing I think I had to pay. What were you doing? I went through, this is the most ridiculous street sign 
traffic violation in Toronto, I think, uh, between four and six. Okay. You cannot drive straight through Shaw Street crossing Dundas. That's right. Yeah. You can't. In the afternoon, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's four, four to six. Yeah, four to six in the morning. That so wouldn't make like any sense at all. Just, you know, do, 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 driving probably below the speed limit right, down right, right. Shaw. Yeah. Cross through Dundas, this cop's like, pull over. And I'm like, oh, shit. What did, oh, no. What just happened? Wait, what, so what are you supposed to do? You have to make a turn? You have to turn right onto Dundas. Yes. Okay. That's the only move that you can make. And this is because, well, what's the... If he does it, everyone's going to want to do that. And then... Travel down Shaw. Anarchy. (laughs) Anarchy. (laughs) People going straight? I won't have it. Collapse of society. I will not have it Right on to Dundas, and it's anarchy. Like, it's the busiest street. Jesus. Four and six on the city. That's crazy. But uh, I didn't have my license on me. Or my insurance on me at the time. So the fine was outrageous. And he's like, he's like... I, I know for sure if you just bring your license and insurance to the Justice of the Peace, they'll dismiss those charges. Dismiss those charges stuff, so that's right. going to cut it right. from 600 to 200 right there. And then Jesus. Exit. 200 bucks? It was for like going one, through a sign. It was 140 or something like that. Like, it was crazy. That is. Uh, stop signing. And like, points. There was points involved as well. How is that possible? You're crossing Dundas. Yeah. Going straight. That's crazy. What are, we, what are they going to do? Are we going to T-bone a, a streetcar or something? Yeah. Is and this is the argument I made with the Justice Peace. I said I'd never seen that sign before in my life where you could not go straight through an intersection. I right. was like, I wasn't even looking. I right. said if I was turning left or right, I would have looked up and seen if it was okay for me to turn yeah. left or right at this right. particular hour. Absolutely. But I was going straight, and I've never seen that sign before in my life. I think Dave Martin said it best when he interrupted our podcast two episodes ago. Uh-huh. Fuck the law. Fuck the law. <laughs> oh, you know what? I agree. There we go. Just uh, fuck that law, at least. Fuck that law, and uh, well, not so much your brother-in-law. Is that who it is? Sister's uh, boyfriend. Sister's boyfriend. Sister's boyfriend. To Soon to be brother-in-law. Yeah. You think that's going to happen? Well, is I'm going to let my mother listen to this podcast, and then the pressure will be on. <laughs> brother-in-law. Ding ding ding. Um, well, that would be good having a cop in the family. Cop in the back pocket. Yeah. Toronto cop. Toronto cop. Yeah. Oh, you're never going to get the garbage police knocking at your door anytime. No. Put a couch out there. Fuck. Do what you need to do. You know what? Human head. Yeah. Then I gotta touch I'm just you. gonna put the couch out there and then start clipping my toenails. Yeah. And put a yellow tag on it. What appears to be the problem, officer? <laughs> <laughs> couch out there. Human head on the side. Yeah. Light it on fire. Just walk away <laughs> yep. whistling. Yeah. <laughs> After peeing on it, claim it as your own. So there's DNA somewhere. If you have a problem, call Dave Johnson. <laughs> Is that his name? Yeah. Dave Johnson, the cop. I can't remember what division he's in. Somewhere out in Scarborough. How currently. many cops can there be called Dave Johnson? I bet at least 10. There has to be a whole bunch of Dave Johnsons. There are other cops or uh, managers of the New York Mets, I think. You have to be. Those are the two options if your name is Dave Johnson. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. Well, he didn't like baseball? No. <laughs> he's got a weak left hand? Yeah. Doesn't know how to set up a batting order? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> call in the southpaw. The game's over! No, call in the southpaw. I want to know that. Um, <laughs> what if you like, told you, uh, officer, you know, come on, um, I'm related to Dave Johnson. Yeah. Oh, I'm a huge Mets fan. No problem. Yeah, yeah that's it. Oh. <laughs> we'll take that right up. Tearing this up right this yeah, minute. 86 World Series. Way to go, buddy. <laughs> um, I, wanted to, I want to talk to you about this because this has been uh, kind of all over. Well, first of all, um, uh, Daryl's going to be happy um, uh, that you're bringing home movies. Yes. Because now you're living with uh, the uh, lovely and uh, talented Daryl uh, Purvis. Yes. Uh, in the same house. You had a great housewarming, by the way. I missed most of it, but thank you. Uh, no, it was it was, fa- it was a housewarming that I couldn't leave. 
I there there was no, at no point I could leave. So you guys got a, a new place together, or yeah. he just moved in? Uh, it's a totally to new host. place for everybody oh, okay. involved. Okay, but it's, he just moved it's in. Important. I'm throwing out swarming. Yeah. <laughs> they they make it our place. You know, you want to get you want to get something special to both of you. Because um, I showed up uh, after my shows in Niagara Falls, and it was like one o'clock. Like uh, who was there? Dave Desonis yep. was already there. So uh, he and Daniela uh, left, and uh, so they left around like twelve twelve thirty. And so I kind of hung out for a little bit more and chat with Daryl and stuff. I was like, okay, I should probably make my way. And then uh, Allison Smith shows up, who I did not know was a certain status to Daryl. I did not realize that until they started kissing. Um, so that was kind of cool. In public, they did. In that. public, they did. Wow, I haven't, well, even, in I haven't even witnessed that. Yet. I may have outed them right now. I apologize. Yeah, uh, I no, no, I knew. Oh, did you? And I think it's out, but I Is just know, I'd never seen them kiss. Well, no, that well, you know they were they were playing the back of the hair of each other and stuff like that. And so like she's like, oh, Todd, you got out here, you can't you can't leave. And I'm like, all right, okay. So and then we're like, well, maybe we're all hungry. And I'm like, okay, we'll get some pizza. I'll have a slice because I was going to stop at a pizza place anyway. And it's like, okay, then I'll go home. And I'm about to leave, and then you show up from the wedding that you forgot you had. Yeah. Um, you you seemed. Uh, Distracted. Yeah, let's put it that way. Um, when you showed up, distracted. Yes. You mean hammered? Uh, that I was not trying to. I was trying to paint you with a better brush. I've but, never uh, heard sure. that term used. Yeah. Uh, for being overserved. Out of source. Uh, you know, this is uh, incapacitated. That yeah. uh, was the word I was looking for. But uh, no, you were. You're pretty I've good. been drinking enthusiastically for quite some time. At that point. <laughs> yeah. As had the rest of your posse, actually. Yeah. Um, the one guy, uh, as soon as he sat down, fell asleep. Which was probably good for him. Yeah, I feel really bad about sharpening up his forehead. And um, it's yeah, not the first everyone, time. everyone else was really good. I think we had some people take some time out in the closet. Um, yeah, it was a good party, and it was like one of these ones where you're just talking and talking and talking. You don't realize that you're talking, and like, is that the sun? Yeah, like is that? Yeah, exactly. it was like one of those, and I think that's probably why I'm fighting a cold right now. To be quite honest, you gave me a cold, you bastard. Um, but it was worth every second. Yeah. I'm glad I could be part yes. of your suffering. It's all right. <laughs> did you, because uh, you said you, uh, your, your big thing was you want to wake up and see the man you, uh, Chelsea game the next day. Did Not you make it? Close. Not nah. close. I woke up at uh, five minutes to one in a panic that I had to set my team for my fantasy football league. Right. Which I barely, they would, I just got one change they wouldn't let me do. So. Okay. But I still won. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. I actually was able to see the game. I, nice work. Uh, You're I, a bigger man than I. Well, not really, because uh, I said like I'm just going to ease into it. Like I'll you know read my papers and then I'll move into the soccer. And uh, it's not really something I watch anyways. But just like those two teams, yeah, you got to watch it. And you miss nothing. Yeah, I you watched really the, miss nothing. It I was the what I wouldn't consider yeah. highlights, but I watched right. the. We've lost Jason Blanchard as a listener right now. By the way, he's gone. We start talking about soccer. He so we're better off. He does that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but it's the end. We've reached the end of the show. Anyway. The average. That's true. That's true. We have um, the average IQ of the show just went up. If Blanchard's gone, <laughs> <laughs> he's a delightful gentleman, and you're absolutely right. Um, uh, Jeff, what is your uh, what is your web presence? What do you uh, how do you how do you let people know? How do you get the word out? Uh, it's pretty lacking right now. I'm just more mostly, I guess, a Facebook guy. Mm-hmm. I've got a little group on my Facebook page. So befriend Jeff Elliott? Yeah. Do you do the group or the fan page? Uh, right now, I just have a group. I haven't okay. uh, forayed into the fan page. I got to do that, too. It's, it's like it's that to-do that starts every month. I go, I got to do this, and I move it to the next one. I'll do it at the end of the month, and then it moves to the end of the next month. And, and yeah, whatever. and if there are any, uh, I, I'm actually looking for a, a good way that I can build a website and kind of... 
I know someone you should talk to. Yeah. Marilla Wex, get ready for an email coming your way. See? <laughs> I want commission on this, Wexy. Uh, she has just been pimping out the fact that she does uh, websites. Yeah, I saw that. And actually, she does something quite well. Thing. And uh, some of the stuff is quite good. You might be able to get Maybe the get a package rate. deal for uh, BlackDog and JeffElliott.com. Oh, my God. Wexy, I want to check. Um, so, uh, do you, you don't Twitter? Do you do the I have. I have yet to tweet. I'm not sure. Have you got uh, the account? I don't even have an account. I've never uh, actually been on Twitter. Really? Yeah. I hardly go on myself. Um, that's a bold-faced lie, and everyone in this room knows it. It's uh, it's a fun thing. It's a fun thing. Anyway, uh, thank you for coming out, man. No, it was my It was pleasure. a pleasure. Make a sure you Facebook it up. Go to Black Dog Video. Uh, rent not your porn there, but basically everything else. And uh, what did you do with the old porn, by the way? Did you give it to Jason uh, It's sitting in a box in the basement right now. We wanted, I had a great idea. What I thought was a great idea. We wanted to find an old telephone booth, like an right. old British-style telephone uh-huh. booth. And just have, instead of the phone book, just have a catalog of porn <laughs> right? that you could peruse and then pick up oh, the Oh, if you thought of. the guys were beaten off in public before, <laughs> you give them an enclosed space like that, you're never going to get that stink. We just got to keep it away from the kids. That's the right, right, right. Okay, so, you know, maybe your phone booth is the right idea. I have another idea. I'll, I'll talk up to you about that off air. Darcy, always a pleasure to have you here. My pleasure. Uh, really? Not really. <laughs> I know we talked about movies a lot. I apologize. I was, <laughs> but thanks was for listening, good. folks. Uh, thank you for listening, folks. Uh, don't forget, Black Dog Video. Go down there. Go see Jeff Elliott wherever he is performing. Uh, give us feedback in the usual spots. Feedback at HayesTBA.com. Give us a phone call or website or iTunes. And uh, it was a pleasure to have you here on the TBA podcast. We'll talk to you next week.